multitasking like I always do. All right, brothers and sisters, how are you doing on this Thursday night? Uh, now, I, I had to get my jacket back on. It's kind of cold, but, you know, I'm going to fight with the, uh, the kind of the weird crease that's going on top of here. I don't know what it is. I'm not sure uh, what is going on with that, but uh, every time I wear this, it always kind of bunches up on this back side. So I just said, ah, it's cold. I'm wearing a jacket. So <laughs> anyway, we've had a, a lot of snow here uh, lately. So, you know, it's time to bundle up and get warm, right? Amen. All right. There's that thunder on the channel. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and... And get going, friends. Uh, like I said, the intertestamental period in between, uh, friends. So, the silent years. So, we're going to talk about that here in tonight's broadcast. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad to see you guys. Let's get going. Let's just pray it right on in. Uh, no time to waste here. Amen. <laughs> As I, I try to get everything, man. There's so much on the channel here, friends, that I got to do to set this up, but that's okay. Like I said, I never mind. It's it's all right. Uh, okay, so let's pull up that. I'm not sure why that is uh, stopping here. Amen. All right. Let's adjust the jacket and uh, find out what's going on. Uh, my channel keeps stopping for some reason, so I'm not sure uh, why that is. Um, okay. Well, y'all know where you're at. Bring on your Bibles and your cups of coffee and your extra cups of coffee and your, all your notes and stuff, friends. We're going to get into it. So let's get going. Uh, a little bit delayed uh, start there. Had a few things going on. Let's get our backup rolling here first. Amen. <laughs> like I said, I got a lot. All right. There's our back up so we're good there all right friends good to see you let's get going uh, heavenly father thank you as i always do thank you i am grateful for these great opportunities to be here to share this message share this word uh it is an honor thank you for the advanced uh increase uh that you have uh, given me and uh, continue to do that. Uh, it is awesome. So I always appreciate it. You know, I'm always humbled to be here. Always humbled to be called into this mission and this ministry. I want to pray for family, friends, uh, everybody connected, everybody watching these broadcasts, everybody seeing them and hearing them, uh, that it uh, again touches their heart, gives them encouragement, uh, strength, and uh, again, courage to keep moving, keep going forward, uh, Father God. So as you have your angels around him, watch over him, guide him, and protect him. Uh, I just thank you for that. And I always thank you for uh, watching over the Wi-Fi, the studio, the equipment, uh, that I can keep getting this message out. Again, it's not about me, it's about you. I, uh, I'm humbled, again, as always, and thank you so much, Father God, for this. Thank you. And uh, I just give it all to you, Father God, as I continue uh, in this, again, in this mission. Um, keep it Holy Spirit-led and 
just directly biblical. So thank you for that. And uh, as your spirit is here in a church tonight, uh, Father God, thank you. And I give this to you in Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen and amen. All right, you guys, let's get going. I have got so much. It is a jam-packed uh, part two series here. Amen. <laughs> get everything together here. All right. Uh, let's see what we can do here. Well, let's get some coffee first. Uh, let's go ahead and and just uh, get some coffee. Now, if you spill it, clean it up. Please. Thank you. That's awesome. So, anyway, you know, get a, get a cup. We'll get a little over it. You'll be all right. Amen. I know. I walked into the studio and and kicked over my fresh water that I was uh, just getting set up to drink. I had, thought I had the lid on it, and apparently not. The, the lid wasn't on it, and it knocked it over. But it's just water, so I think it'll be okay, my friends. All right. <laughs> we're going to... We're going to jump right into this, friends. Boy, I got a lot for you. New uh, boom arm microphone setup or stand setup anyway. Uh, the other one finally gave up. It still operates, but uh, it is uh, easier with this one. So it just, it just won't tighten up so much. But hey, that's okay. You're here live. It is the 16th uh, Thursday night, late night. Let's get going. We're going to jump right into our scripture notes, friends, and then we're going to go ahead and jump right into uh, our series, uh, Studies Part 2 here. All right, now God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference, and living one day at a time, friends. All right, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did the sinful world. Uh, yep. <laughs> All right. As it is, not as I would have it, and trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I would be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever. And next, and you know, we always talk about that in uh, the... Uh, book of revelation right all right all right all right all right where am i going here yeah as you may have heard in the last broadcast i said kind of you know i was like what am i doing here well as i had the conversation with the devil you know just to remind him uh who is in you know who who's the greater one that's in me uh i reminded him i said you need to ask yourself that mr devil uh, where, or what are you doing, right? Yeah, so that's, that's, again, kind of reiterating on that. That's what I was talking about, so don't, don't get upset. It's okay. Everything's all right, my friends. Doing good, much better. Uh, like I said, much better now. Um, headache's gone away. I'm all right. Uh, so as I prayed through it, uh, amen, 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 amen. All right, what do we got going on? That's what I need to know. <laughs> what do I got going on here? Um, all right, so cross is straight. Uh, camera's good. We're going to jump right into our armor, friends, because like I always tell you, don't want you to get got. Let's get into it, friends. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. Let's go ahead and read the uh, 
Oh, mercy. What's going on with my channel? Oh, that's okay. Uh, yeah. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. Friends, grab your Bibles. Make sure you have them with you tonight. Amen. All right. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. Let's go ahead and get that. Friends, now, finally, my brothers and sisters, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that she may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil days, because we're in them. Uh, we're in the end times here, friends, so we have to be prepared. Amen. Having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And again, as we go into First Peter 5, 5, for your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Right? All right. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that, that therein I may speak boldly, as I ought to speak. <clears throat> All right. Well, it is cold. It's below 30. <laughs> it's it's cold. All right. That's why I'm going to start probably wearing uh, some jackets or something or coats or something. All right. Well, let's continue. Got a lot for you. Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Church, for thine is the power and the kingdom, or the kingdom and the power. Either way, it's all good, right? And the glory forever and ever. <laughs> amen, amen. All right, church, boy, we're going to get into it tonight. It is great. Uh, new adjustment here. Like I said, I got to pull. <laughs> I might have to keep adjusting this one a little bit. I did pre-test it, so it did It did do okay. So I, I'm pretty impressed. The, the last update message I just did, uh, friends, um, on the Spreaker channel, it's there. So, uh, amen. So we are... We're here. Amen. All right, let's see what that sounds like. Amen. All right, all right, all right, church. Let's get going. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, dear God, I know that I'm a sinner, and I need a Savior. I want to turn away from my sinful life to the life you have planned for me. Please forgive me for my sins. Cleanse me of my past. Make me new. And I know your son, Jesus Christ, died uh, on the cross for me. And I believe in my heart. 
that you raised him from the dead. At this very moment, I accept, confess, and proclaim Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior to live in my heart from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace that has saved me from my sins and has given me eternal life. Please send your Holy Spirit to guide me and to help me to do your will for the rest of my life. And in Jesus' name, I pray right now. Amen. All right. Uh, yeah, let's. <laughs> I'm so excited here, friends. All right. Get, uh, get your notes, friends. I hope you have your notes with you. Uh, amen. All right. Let's see if I can get around all this stuff. Amen, amen, amen. Pull the pulpit up and let's get the preaching. Let's get some church here. Amen, friends. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, my typical <laughs> interference here. Uh, amen, amen. Right. Pull a couple of things up here, just in case, uh, real quick here. All right, Peter. <laughs> uh, mercy, what's going on with my? <laughs> I went to pull up my phone, and uh. All right. Um, <laughs> they got so much going on on the channels here, friends. It is uh, amazing. So bear with me for a second. Just uh, just let me get this in here. All right. All right, there it is. So, yeah, we're going to continue uh, between the Testament, the silent years here. Uh, this next one, now we went through the beginning uh, intro part, of course, between the Testaments. And then we jumped into Alexander the Great. That's the first or second one here. And then we went into to the Ptolemies, which is P-T-O-L-E-M-I-E-S. That's the Ptolemies. And uh, so we're going to, and time permitting here, uh, we're going to go into a, a three of them here. All right? I think if we got enough time, we're going to go ahead and jump into that. So the next one is the Seleucids. So I'll spell that out. Uh, S-E-L-E-U-C-I-D-S. That is the Seleucids. And this is... Now, there's some stuff in here, friends. I'm telling you, if you haven't had a chance to look at it, there is some stuff in this, in this mercy. And then, well, we'll see, like I said, we'll see what time uh, we have. Uh, we're going to go into the, Maccabee, uh, the Maccabean revolt, and then I'll take a look, uh, friends. We'll kind of counter, like, uh, with this, or we'll match it uh, one chapter at a time on the Maccabees in the Orthodox Study Bible. So, a lot of comparisons here that I want to share. And then, of course, if we, like I said, if we have enough time, we'll go on to the Hasmoneans. I'm not going to rush through this 
series. I'll, you know, I want to take my time and, and take a look at it and, and, and really compare everything uh, as we continue. We see signs today all the time, uh, friends, with the statues being placed. And again, uh, <laughs> I've noticed that, and I've mentioned that before, uh, as the other ones were removed over the last couple of years, this thing's increased, friends, and now, not suddenly, but all now, they're appearing. The new statues are coming out, and so this is very relevant between Ezekiel, Daniel, and Revelation 13, of course, as they describe the beasts. So, we, we need to keep our eyes open, you know, uh, eyes that see and ears that hear. Friends, right? Uh, amen. So, <laughs> let me, man, I, I just don't know about these headphones sometimes. Um, amen. But it's all good. Like I said, hey. All right. Let's go into here and uh, see what the volume level is. Hope you guys can hear everything okay. Amen. All right. So the Seleucids, uh, friends. So we are going to jump into this. Let me get the a volume check here. All right. That's good enough. I think I can. I just wanted to hear my vocal parts, but I think we got it. All right. Let's continue. Seleucids. Now the Syrian rulers are termed Seleucids. Because their kingdom, uh, one of the successor states to Alexander's empire, was founded by Seleucus I, or Seleucus I, and that's going to be the Nicator, right? Now, most of the early rulers bore the names of Seleucus or Anticus. And they ruled from Antioch on the Orientis River. A lot of geographical stuff you guys can write down and connect that. Amen. Now, the energetic ruler, Atticus III, or third, uh, surnamed the Great, waged a series of battles with Egypt until, uh, that would be until uh, 199 B.C., he rested Palestine from the Ptolemies after the Battle of Panion, near the sources of the Jordan River. Now, this marked the beginning of a new era of the Jewish history. For while the Ptolemies had been tolerant of Jewish institutions, the Seleucids determined to enforce Hellenism upon the Jews. It's a background uh, of all this going on, right? This commotion, chaos stuff going on. All right. Now the cities came, or the cities came during the reign of Atticus IV, uh, surnamed Ep <laughs> Epihanes. All right. Ep let's see. Epanes. There it is. Who found allies in the Hellenistic party in Judea. To the early days of the reign of Atticus IV, Jerusalem was ruled by the high priest Onius III, a descendant of Simon the Just, 
and strictly orthodox, a, a strictly orthodox Jew, the Jews uh, who looked with favor on Greek culture opposed Onias and uh, espoused the cause of his brother, Jason. I know, you get a lot to take in here. Uh, that's why I'll probably look at it to a couple of these because there's a lot here, friends. So, um, bum, 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 bum. all right. So, Jason succeeded in having him self-appointed high priest. All right. And, again, high priest, right? We talked about it on the last few podcasts here. Okay. All right. Now, um, a political office which he had a right to fill as he pleased. Pious Jews thought of the priesthood as divine in origin and considered its uh, sale to the highest bidder a sin against God. Right? Now, Jason encouraged the Hellenists who had sought his election. A gymnasium was built in Jerusalem. Greek names became commonplace and Hebrew orthodoxy was considered um, obscurist and obsolete. Yet, Jason argued with his close companion and fellow Hellenist um, Menelaus, Menelaus, right? I think that's what that is, Menelaus. And let me make another quick adjustment here to the microphone. But at least it's a little bit better and it's not in the way so much. So I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> I'll make adjustments. So we're talking about Jason. So he argued with his close um, companion and fellow Hellenist Menelaus of the tribe of Benjamin. Now, again, right. That's a note, friends. Check that out. Okay. Who offered highest tribute to Antiochus than, than that paid by Jason and had himself installed as high priest. As we were just reading, Jesus Christ, uh, priest, what was that one I just did? I just did it. And <laughs> where was that at? Oh, yeah, let me take my notes here, uh, which is very interesting, uh, by the way, too. And, uh, so, let's see if I can find the notes here. Christ, prophet, and priest uh, on that last broadcast. So, uh, check it out. All right. Now, the Orthodox Jews who had been scandalized when Jason was named high priest were more deeply disturbed when Menelaus, a Benjamite, with no claim to priestly office, uh, was installed. And Jason raised an army to back his claim to the high priesthood. And Menelaus courted the favor of Anaclus, or Anicus, the Syrians, who were are campaigning against Egypt. Now, it felt essential to maintain uh, effective 
control of Palestine. And Atticus staged a sneak attack on Jerusalem one Sabbath day. And let's get back to the notes. Now, when the Orthodox would not fight and a and slaughtered a large number of enemies of uh, <laughs> Metalaus, the city walls were destroyed, and a new fortress, the Acre, was built on the site of the citadel. There you go. Now, Atticus determined to remove all traces of Orthodox Jewish faith. Uh, Israel's God was uh, identified as Jupiter and a bearded enemy. Now, watch these, friends. That's what I'm saying here. This is all connecting, all uh, showing, and all like it's everything's connecting here. Uh, in between the Old and New Testament. So, uh, as it says, Israel's God was identified with Jupiter in a bearded image of the pagan deity, perhaps in the likeness of Atticus, was erected on the temple altar, where swine was offered as a sacrifice. Now, Jews were forbidden under penalty of death to practice circumcision, Sabbath observance, or the celebration of feast of the Jewish calendar. Copies of the scripture were ordered destroyed, and the laws were in, um, <laughs> where is it at? Enforced with the utmost cruelty, and an angel scribe named uh, Eleazar was flogged to death because he would not eat swine's flesh. Pretty brutal. Right. Now, as we continue, by force of arms, Menelaus continued as high priest and the Hellenizing party gained a victory. Yet the Hellenizers had gone too far, and their very zeal to annihilate the old order proved their own undoing. The Orthodox was willing to die for their faith, but all were not convinced that they um, should die passively. Okay. So let's let's see. Let me get my notes here. All right. So now we're going to do a quick jump here, friends. This is really interesting. This is why I really wanted to take time on this and really go through this. Now, if you guys haven't had a chance to go through the Orthodox Study Bible or order one or find one online. Um, boy, let's watch this connection, friends. The Macca, the Maccabean revolt, revolt, and I'll I'll have to figure out how I'm gonna center all this in and get all this together here. So we're gonna jump uh, Bibles here, 
uh, in the King James. So we're going to look at uh, the first book of the Maccabees. And this was, like I said, the Maccabean Revolts. All right, so the author, I'll give you a little bit of background history here, friends. Uh, amen. All right, so the author, although the author of the first Maccabees never identified himself, it may reasonably be assured that he was an Orthodox Jew familiar with both the geography and the topography of Judea. Now, the dates, and that's going to be about approximately uh, 104 B.C. Now, according to the last two verses of the book, 1623-24, in, of course, the Maccabees here, uh, the work was compiled during or shortly after the reign of John Hamanes or Hieromaeus, right? Now, again, that's going to be in 1, uh, 134 to 104 B.C. Now, the high priest and the ruler of Israel, it covers the period from uh, the reign of Atticus IV and Ephanes, or Ephanes, uh, 175-164 B.C., to the succession of John Hacanus, uh, right? Or Hacanus. All right, now the major theme here. God's deliverance of Israel during the Jewish wars. The author makes it clear that God chose the Hasmonean family as the instrument of his deliverance. And that's, again, in Maccabees, the first Maccabees, uh, 562, or chapter 5, uh, verse 62. Now, the primary objective was the rededication of the temple. And that's going to be over 436, 61. Now, an event still celebrated by Jews everywhere as the festival of Hanukkah from the Hebrew word for dedication. Amen. All right. Let's see how my <laughs> my crease is going in my back and my jacket here. And amen. Let's give a, let's take a look at the background here. Now, for most uh, first Maccabees was originally written in Hebrew and probably called the Hasmoneans after Matthias of the house of Hashman. That's going to be over in chapter two, verse one. It was Matthias who began the Jewish revolt with the help of his five sons. The bulk of the book recounts Judah's war against Antiochus for the Seleucid writer who tried to force uh, Hellenism upon the Jews. And uh, I'll go ahead and give you a couple things here. Now the prologue, the Hellenistic Empire from Alexander to Atticus for the Hasmonean Maccabean revolts in chapter 2 and Jewish expeditious our expeditions against neighboring tribes and Lysias uh, Ursus the throne uh, 5 the reign of Demetrius 
one solder the alliance between the Jews and the Romans in chapter 6 and seven Jonathan succeeds Judah uh, let's see eight the rise and fall of Alexander Ballas right and nine Demetrius two betrays the Jews and 10, Trifo and the Reign of Atticus, 6. And uh, 11, the emergence of the Jewish nation under Simon. Or, uh, yeah, Simon. So, here we go. So, before we, now I don't know how I'm going to do this, but, because uh, I don't want to go too far. Um, right, oh. And I lost my, uh, I lost my pen. It just, it, like the ink just dropped out. The ink part dropped out. All right. Well, let's take a look here. So, told you this is going to be pretty intense. There's a lot in here, friends. A lot to cover. And I have tried to like, okay, how do I uh, split this up? What do I do with it? But uh, hey, I think we'll be okay here, friends. Uh, I'm going to look at a couple of things, and we're going to. Kind of just go into it. So let me go start with uh, the first one here uh, in the Maccabees, chapter 1, Alexander the Great. And you can trace this back to the uh, first part of this uh, series. Amen. All right. Now, is my cross straight? I know for some reason I always have issues with that. All right, Alexander the Great. Now, after Alexander, the son of Philip, the Macedonian, came out of the land of Kittim and conquered Macedonia and defeated Darius, the king of the Persians, and the Medes, or Medes, um, and reigned in his place, was already king of Greece. He then fought numerous wars, conquered fortresses, and slaughtered the kings of the earth. Now he went to the ends of the earth and took the spoils of many nations. So the earth rested from war before him and was exalted. Now, again, we're in the first Maccabeans, or first Maccabees here. So he was exalted, his heart was likewise encouraged. He formed a mighty army and ruled countries, nations, and princes, and they all paid taxes to him. Then later he fell sick and he knew he was dying. So he brought his in his trusted servants who had grown up with him from childhood and parceled out his kingdom to them while he was still living. After Alexander reigned for 12 years, death claimed him. Then his servants began to rule each of the appointed place. They all put on crowns after he died, and their sons for many years, and after them, and the evils they had caused, or they caused, multiplied on the earth. Now, Atticus Ephanus, but Ephenus, Epiphanus. I know I'm going to struggle with that because it's a, it's a tough word. So it's it's like you got to go back and look at it. So E P I P H A N E S, Anticus uh, Ephenus. 
and the lawless Jews. A sinful root came forth from them, and Atticus Aphanus, the son of Antichus, the king, who was a hostage in Rome, he began his reign in 137 year of the kingdom of the Greeks. In those days, lawless men came forth from the sons of Israel, and they persuaded many, saying, Let us make a covenant with the Gentiles surrounding us forever. Since we were separated from them, many evils have found us. Now this proposal found favor in their eyes, and some of the people eagerly desired to enter into this agreement. All right. So they went to the king, and he gave them authority to observe the ordinances of the Gentiles. Then they built a gymnasium in Jerusalem according to the customs of the Gentiles and made themselves as the uncircumcision. So they fell away from the Holy Covenant, yoked themselves to the Gentiles, and sold themselves to do evil. All right, now, Anicus conquers Egypt. Thus the kingdom was prepared before Anicus and determined that he would reign over the land of Egypt, so as to rule over the two kingdoms. And I don't want to lose my microphone, so let's back up or move this forward a little bit. All right. Now, he wanted to rule over the two kingdoms. Now, thus he entered Egypt with a strong multitude of chariots, elephants, cavalrymen, and a large army. He engaged Ptolemy, king of Egypt, in battle, and Ptolemy turned from him in shame and fled. Many were wounded and fell, so they were captured, uh, mighty, or they captured mighty cities in Egypt, and Atticus took spoils in the land of Egypt. Now Atticus pillages the temple. After he conquered Egypt in 143rd year, Atticus turned and went up to Israel and Jerusalem with a large army. He entered the sanctuary in arrogance and took the golden altar, uh, the lampstand, all the utensils, the table of presentation, the cups and the bowls and the golden censers, the, uh, <laughs> the curtain, the crowns, and the golden ornaments on the face of the temple. He stripped everything and took the silver and gold and everything costly, and the hidden treasures he found. Taking all these things, he departed for his own land, and he committed deeds of murder and spoke with great arrogance. Mm -hmm. There was great mourning everywhere in Israel. Rulers and elders groaned, virgins and young men grew weak, and the beauty of the women were altered. 
Uh, every bridegroom took a, a lament and sat mourning in his bridal chamber. The land was shaken for its inhabitants. All the house of Jacob was clogged with shame. Now more destruction in Jerusalem. I'm going to adjust my glasses here in the headset. I think it's okay uh, for now anyway. You know. All right. <laughs> How you guys doing? Good morning, my precious brothers and sisters. You are here. Worldwide Live Ministry Podcast Network, Pastor Rick. And a little after midnight here in Studio A. In the cold again, in the snow. It's snowing again. Man, I knew. Winter was going to be tough, but hey, we're all right. We're doing okay here, friends. Good to see you guys again. Appreciate you guys. And we're in the book of the first Maccabees here, friends. All right, let's go ahead and make sure I don't trip over my cords. Mercy, I know they're all over the place here. Now, there was great mourning everywhere in Israel. Rulers and elders groaned. Virgins and young men grew weak. And the beauty of the women was altered. Every bridegroom took up a lament and sat mourning in his bridal chamber. The land was shaken for its inhabitants, and all the house of Jacob was clothed or clogged with shame. More destruction as we were getting there, more destruction in Jerusalem. Now, after two years, the king sent a revenue official to the cities of Judah. And he entered Jerusalem. I'm going to write some notes down. He entered Jerusalem with a large army. Now, Achaz spoke peaceably or peaceable words to them with deceit, and they believed him. Then he fell upon the city suddenly, struck a or struck at a great blow, and killed many people from uh, Israel. Now he took spoils from the city and set it on fire and tore down its houses and the city walls. They took captive the women and the children and took possession of the animals. Then they built the city of David with a great and strong wall and strong towers, and it became their citadel. They placed there as a sinful nation of lawless men, and they became strong within it. And they laid up weapons and provisions and gathered together the spoils they had taken from Jerusalem. And they returned there and were like a great snare. It became an ambush against the sanctuary, an evil accuser against Israel continually, they shed innocent blood around the sanctuary and defiled the sanctuary. The inhabitants of Jerusalem fled because of them, and she became a dwelling place of strangers. She became a stranger to her offspring, and her children forsook her. Her sanctuary was laid waste like a desert, and her feasts were turned into mourning. Her Sabbaths into a disgrace, and her honor into contempt. Her dishonor prevailed against her glory, and her high position was turned into mourning. Right. 
a decree of corruption, friends. Then the king wrote to all his kingdom, they were all, or they all were to be as one people. Come on now. Oh, man. <laughs> man, oh, man, I'm telling you, friends, right there, a decree of corruption. Then the king wrote to all his kingdom, and they were to be as one people. And that each one was to forsake his customs. So all nations accepted the word of the king. Many from Israel also uh, thought it good to serve him. So they sacrificed to idols and profaned the Sabbath. Then the king sent books to Jerusalem and the cities of Judah by the hand of messengers and told them to follow uh, foreign customs in the land to forbid whole burnt offerings and sacrifices and drink offerings in the sanctuary to profane or profane and the king sent books to Jerusalem in the city <laughs> I got a I just bounced over uh friends hang on here All right, my my phone is having an issue <laughs> I don't know what it is so as we continue here I think um see so they went to uh defile i'm going to backtrack here to forbid whole burnt offerings and sacrifices and drunk uh, drink offerings in the sanctuary to profane the sabbaths and the feasts all right and to defile the sanctuary and the holy ones these books also told uh also told them to build altars sacred precincts and temples to idols to sacrifice swine and common animals to leave their sons uncircumcised so they would corrupt their souls by every unclean and profane thing and forget the law and alter all the ordinances they also added uh, that whatever or whoever did not obey the word of the king uh, of the king would die now according to all these words he wrote to everyone in his kingdom he also placed inspectors over all the people and commanded the cities of judah to sacrifice in each and every city now thus many of the people everyone who forsook the law joined together and did evil things in the land they forced israel to hide in every place of refuge that they had all right and then on the 15th day of uh Shivlez or chiflas just just love there it is and the are in the 145th year they set up the abominations of desolation uh there it is again it's also in revelation i believe and hebrews as well uh, amen. On on the altar of the whole burnt offerings and built 
altars in the surrounding cities of of Judah. We also burned incense at the doors of the houses and in the streets. And when they had found books of the law, they tore them to pieces and burned, uh, burned them in the fire. Whenever a book of the covenants, now watch that too, write that down for your notes, friends. Whenever a book of the covenants was found in someone's possessions, or if anyone sympathized with the law, there you go, the judgment, let me get to the next page here, uh, the judgments of the king, I'll write notes here, the judgment of the king was to kill him, and they acted with their might against Israel, against those who were found month after month in the cities. Then on the 25th day of the month, uh, they sacrificed on the altar, which was on top of the altar, the whole burnt offerings. In keeping with the decree, they, uh, they sentenced to death the women who had their children circumcised and the families who had or circumcised them and hung the infants from their mother's neck. I told you it was pretty gruesome back then. Uh, it was uh, real brutal. So, uh, amen. Uh, just glad we got the peace, you know. All right. So, uh, yet many in Israel grew strong and determined in themselves not to eat unclean things. They chose rather to die than to be defiled by foods or profane uh, the holy covenant. So they died, and great wrath came upon Israel. Like I said, friends, pretty brutal. All right. And uh, let's see. Let's go ahead, uh, friends. Again, kind of getting notes together here. Uh, as we're going to go into the Maccabe uh, Maccabean revolts. Uh, I think we should go ahead and read chapter 2 here. So let's do that, and then we'll kind of tie this in together. And, um, all right. So, yeah, let's go ahead and, and take a look at the uh, Maccabean, or the Maccabees chapter 2 here, friends. Again, I'm in the Orthodox Study Bible for this one. And then we'll get back to the Maccabean revolt on this uh, series here. All right, the zeal of Matthias. In those days, uh, let's see, it's Matthias, the son of John, the tribe of Simeon, a priest of the sons of Joreb, rose up against Jerusalem and settled in Modin. And he had five sons, John called Gadai, Simon called Thasi, Judas called Maccabeus, and Eleazar called Abron. Now, check that out, friends, in your notes, if you will. Eleazar called Abron, and Jonathan called Aphis, and he saw the blasphemies taking place in Judah and Jerusalem, and he said, <clears throat> 
Hang on. Alas, why was I born to see this? The ruin of my people, the destruction of the holy city, and to live there when it was delivered into the hand of the enemy. The sanctuary into the hand of foreigners. Her temple was being become like a man without honor. Uh, her glorious vassals were carried away into captivity. And that's going to be Exodus right there. All right. Her infants have been slain in the streets. Her young men were the sword of the enemy. What nation has not in inherited her palaces and taken hold of the spoils? All right. Good to see you guys. Oh, let's scoot up here. Get a little bit more coffee. It is your Thursday late night Bible study podcast. Our series continues, friends. Amen. All right. Well, I should be back on here later sometime this afternoon. I'm not sure for Friday afternoon podcast. Uh, it's either going to be 3.30 or it's, it's going to be later. I, I never know. All right, let's uh, keep rolling here, friends. Boy, this is uh, uh, just something. Uh, amen. Right? I got to scoot that collar, fix that collar or something like that. I know. All right. Now, all her adornment has been removed in place of freedom. She has become a slave. And behold, our sanctuary, our beauty, and our glory have been laid waste. And the Gentiles have um, desecrated it. There it is. I don't know what I was reading. Uh, <laughs> why should we live any longer? Thus, Matthias and his sons tore their clothes, put on sackcloth, and mourned exceedingly. All right. So there's your notes. They put on some sackcloth. And uh, or put sackcloth on, and they mourned exceedingly. Boy, a lot of notes in this one. I didn't get a chance to even do. All right, the apostasy of Modian. Now, those from the king who were enforcing the apostasy journeyed to the city of Modian. Uh, to make them offer sacrifice. And many from Israel also came with them, so Mattathias and his sons gathered together. Then those from the king spoke to Mattathias, saying, You are great and a glorious leader in this city, supported by your sons and brothers. Now come, um, let's see, be the first to follow the decree of the king, as all the Gentiles, the non-Jews, of course, and the men of Judah have done, and those who remain in Jerusalem, and you and your sons will be among the king's friends. And you and your sons will be honored with silver and gold and many rewards. All right. Getting low on the channel, but uh, we're going to keep rolling. Camera's going. We're good to go, friends. Amen. I'll let them run out. And uh, since I got the monitors pulled up here. All right. So, 
in verse 19 in chapter 2 of the Maccabees here. Then Matthias answered, speaking with a loud voice, Though all the Gentiles in the house of the kingdom of the king obey him, and each turns from the worship of their fathers and chooses to follow his commands. My sons and my brothers, and I will command, uh, continue in the covenant of our fathers, far be it from us to forsake the law and the ordinances. We will not obey the words of the king to turn aside from our worship to the right or to the left. All right. When he finished saying these words, a Jew came forward in the sight of everyone to sacrifice upon the altar of Median in accordance with the king's decree. When Mattathias saw him, he was filled with zeal, and his heart trembled and poured forth in anger and in judgment. Then he ran and slew him upon the altar. So he killed the king's man and wanted to offer sacrifice at that time. Then he tore down the altar. Thus he had zeal for the law, just as uh, Phineas had against Zambari, the son of Salom. Man, I tell you, it's, a, it's a interesting. No interesting connections here. All right, the warfare in the wilderness. Sounds like a great song, though, wouldn't it? What is this, the title there? Warfare in the Wilderness. All right, so winding down the clocks. All right, now Matthias cried out with a loud voice in the city, saying, Everyone who has zeal for the law and holds to the covenant, let him follow me. So he and his sons fled into the mountains and left behind whatever they had in the city. Now, then many sought righteousness and judgment went down to the desert to live there. They, their sons, their women, and their cattle, because evils increased severely against them, it was also announced to the king's men and the soldiers in Jerusalem, the city of David, and the certain men who had scattered uh, <laughs> the uh, certain men who had scattered when the command of the king was made known had gone into hiding in the desert, and thus many ran after them tracked them down, marched against them, and encouraged them in battle on the Sabbath day. Now, you watch the connections here, friends. This is why this is uh, is really, really important. I, I believe it, and I feel it in the spirit. This uh, is so important with the connections and the silence and what we're going through now, what we see in the signs, friends. In uh, that, that, you know, it's... It, it puts that determination, I guess. I don't know what you call it, but it, it puts that determination to really just push forward here, friends. So uh, very interesting. Like I said, very, 
very interesting. All right, let's uh, give me a minute and uh, let me see what's happening here on my screen. Um, Give me a minute, and uh, let me find out what's going on. All right, so we're winding down our clocks. We're taking a look at the uh, Maccabees. 